0: and welcome to episode 60 of the mind fudge comedy podcast i'm your host justin corbett and with me
1: is princess sophia and we're also joined by princess sophia again and george trips us (laughs) no what's going on guys princess voice george use my princess voice yeah you didn't do it on the princess princess voice you're the most awful princess
0: (laughs) princess george you're you're a failure (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) you should be embarrassed
0: well, this week's theme is the '90s, and this, oh, one, this was the princess episode. We already did that. Oh, this week's theme is the '90s, and this one was chosen by Andy. Uh,
1: why did you pick the '90s, Andy? Apparently, because we already did the princess episode. Uh, I can make up some bullshit, but really, I just uh, I was reading something that was talking about how it's 28 years since 1990, which is the same amount of time as it was between the '70s show and 1970. So. I think that that would be fun. We should go back and make a 90s didn't show. Didn't they make a 90s television They made an show? 80s They made an show. 80s. That
0: oh, 80s show. Yeah, that 80s it was not good. They didn't yeah. wait 28 years. No, like, th- that 70s show was actually a pretty solid sitcom. It had some I good think characters. I it, it was. Um, it, it was pretty fun. It's still fun. Like, I, I still yeah. watch it from time to time when it's in, in syndication or whatever, but
1: that 80s show was just awful. It had no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Well, it was, that 70s it was right show was, what it was. was also really reminiscent of, like, early... Well, not early, but the sitcoms that we grew up with on top of being reminiscent of the 70s, which, as you know, I grew up in. No. (laughs) Oh, you're right. I don't know why I feel nostalgic for a time period I didn't live in.
0: Because it talked a lot about Star Wars. I'm pretty sure that's why. (laughs) That sounds like a time period I lived in. Yeah, well, I think the 70s show took place in the late 70s for the most part, which is very similar to the early 80s. And we were all here in the early 80s-ish. Ish. Ish. Andy and I were at least
1: <laughs> 85. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's only a year younger than me. Okay. Well, me, I'm 82. So, well, yeah. You're substantially older. You are very near to death, is what we're saying. <laughs> Our next step is retirement or an early <laughs> grave. Early grave. Wow. Okay. Watery, probably. Or a
2: wood chipper. No, I, I haven't. mean, I was born at a time where I can remember most of the. Uh, you can remember the... your birth. I can remember that the eighties, sort of. And I but I mostly remember like the early nineties. Which a lot of the early nineties was just bled over from the late eighties.
0: Yeah, I remember most of the
1: eighties and then all of the nineties. So I remember some of the eighties and some of the nineties. And maybe a few of the odds. <laughs> None of the two thousands. <laughs> and kinda last week, but nothing prior to that. <laughs> Where did this baby come from? <laughs>
2: How'd you get
0: here? Oh, yeah. I forgot about the baby. All right. Well, since this is a 90s episode, there's going to be a lot of nostalgia discussion. So let's get right into it. The Marys. It's time for Mind Melters.
2: Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. Question number one.
0: Andy, what is your favorite 90s sitcom and is it still relevant today?
1: Does The Simpsons count? Totally. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't. I don't. Not about it being a comedy, but it's, at this point, spanned, what, four decades? I think so. Because it was, obviously, it's in the 10s. It was in the odds. It was in the 90s. Was it also in the 80s? I yes. believe so.
2: I think it came out in 1990. We can always fact check that real quick. Phone a friend. <laughs> 89. Oh, there you go. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Four decades. Uh, Well. 90s uh, Simpsons was strong. That was a powerful show. It was Changed a lot of lives. Sure. Cowabunga. Is it still
0: relevant today? Is the 90s version of the Simpsons? I tried to still eat my shorts earlier today. You did? How did that go?
1: It didn't work. Did my you try to salute them
0: tough. though? Because so that. Was... <laughs> that was a great show in the 90s. <laughs> was it Simpsons good?
2: No, nothing that was. Simpsons is Pete high. and Pete might have been. <laughs> Uh, uh, p- yeah he p- p- were p- p- great <laughs> but it was a misunderstood great like yeah. not a lot of people understood what that show was what was going on most. right
1: yeah i mean there was only one p the other one was a figment of his imagination it's like the rugrats how they're all actually dead wow that's dark yeah
0: <laughs> so you're gonna go with simpsons yeah what about you george
2: this is tough this is got. i gotta remember what did I always watch, and it was considered a sitcom?
0: I was gonna say Seinfeld, This was the era no. of Seinfeld. This was the era of Friends.
2: Yeah, but I didn't really watch
0: Friends. I didn't watch Friends in the nineties. And I didn't,
2: didn't really, really get into Seinfeld till I got older.
0: Same. Seinfeld's smart humor, and it's it's really for older people. I don't think kids I get think
2: it. It's gonna either be like uh, King of the Hill was in that era. See, but I was like Boy Meets World. Yeah, I watched that too. Or uh, Family Matters.
0: <laughs> Family Matters, Full House.
2: Oh, well, I didn't watch Full House as much. Yeah, yeah. I watched it every now and again, but Family Matters was the shit. Steve Urkel's fucking step hilarious. Step by Step. Saved by the Bell. I did watch Saved by the Bell as well. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Ah, oh, shit. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's like a toss-up between Family Matters and Fresh Prince. Okay. With a like a second lead by Boy Meets World.
0: Are they still relevant today?
2: Most definitely, yeah. Both of them? Yeah.
0: See, I think that Fresh Prince still has relevance, but I'm not sure about family matters. Really why?
2: It's, it's a, a blue-collar family.
0: I don't think like that family, family structure exists the same way these days. Really? Yeah.
2: I mean, a security guard wouldn't make that kind of money, that's for fucking sure.
1: Right. Well, see a security guard or a cop, either a way question. I don't think that in this economy they could buy a house. Yeah. No, not in Chicago. Not no. not
0: as nice as it was and Living where they lived.
2: Right. But Steve Burke was totally viable. Sure. I mean, not the stuff he did in the show. He,
0: he was just a hipster before they were cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a
0: drunk hipster. There you go. Uh, for me, it's news radio. It'll always be news radio. Wow. Uh, news radio is one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. I don't
2: think I've ever seen a full episode. Really? It is oh so my fucking God. good. I, I remember seeing it come on. And I'm like, meh. It's got like an all-star
0: cast yeah. before they became famous comedians and stuff. I love Dave Foley.
1: That came out in the 90s? hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was before Phil Hartman died. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, I always thought that was an older show. News radio has always been kind of the pinnacle of sitcoms for me. And, uh, it doesn't hold up so well because how dated, is how dated it. it is. I mean, yeah. news radio isn't a thing anymore. Not really. Like there's podcasts,
2: there's NPR,
1: there's NPR, but it's not like that. No. Yeah. NPR is really becoming more like the podcast channel anyways. Yeah. <laughs> All the shows feel that way. Yeah. So news radio.
2: There you go. It's a good show.
0: Yeah. It's, it's one of my favorites. They used to have the series somewhere. At the very least, you owe it to yourself to watch the Macho Business Donkey Wrestler episode. <laughs> like, you can skip a lot of the episodes, but... And what season is this on? I think it's the last season or the next to last season. Um, it's my favorite episode of any TV series ever. Okay. I've
2: don't, n- don't.
1: I have never laughed so hard in my entire what's, life. What's so funny? Uh, mistranslations between Japanese and English. So uh, the, the boss writes a book
0: about how to succeed in business sends it to Japan to get created. They translate it and create it as a Japanese book. And then instead of like taking the English version that he sent, when it comes to America, they retranslate the Japanese version. Oh no! So the title of the book, which was supposed to be like how to succeed at business is now macho business, donkey wrestler. (laughs) And he has to go to a reading and read this book to like, you know, businessmen that have come to hear him at the seminar. And it's like donkey, donkey, donkey. Donkey, 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 donkey.
2: <laughs> That's pretty fun.
0: There's so many great moments in that episode.
2: Now, is it funny if you don't watch any of the subsequent episodes? Like you don't know. Who I think you have to at are? least have a,
0: a a base understanding of who the characters are. I would watch, you know, a handful of episodes before you watch that one. Okay. But it it is one of the best episodes of TV ever made.
1: All right. So. It's it's just a really strong show.
0: It is the whole show's strong,
1: and the cast is insanely like star-bound, star bound, star star. It's 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 before they became megastars, you know.
0: Poor Day Fule, Dave Foley was from Kids in the Hall. Yeah, I
2: remember. You know, Andy Dick I before he Kids became Andy Hall, Dick. Uh,
0: it was Joe Rogan before he became Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, Joe Rogan was an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Holy he shit. He was a, he was one of the funniest guys in the show. He was like the repair man. Okay.
1: <laughs> it, I mean. He, Like, this was when he was doing still stand-up, but was kind of terrible. This was his big break was getting on the show. Yeah, yeah. Big break is a good way to put it.
0: Yeah. All right. You owe it to yourself to try watching it. It, It's really good. It's an excellent show. All right. Next question. What is your favorite 90s toy, Andy?
1: In the 90s, I was mostly obsessed with uh, Legos, but Nerf guns came on strong. Nerf guns came out? Super Soaker came out?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with Nerf guns.
0: Okay, Nerf Guns is a good answer. George?
2: The Ninja Turtle Teenage teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle little toy line. Yeah. Pretty much everything they came out with I own.
0: I would have been shocked if you said anything but turtles.
2: A close second would be the Ghostbusters toy line.
0: And Ghostbusters were great, too. Yeah, Ooh.
2: but the Ninja Turtle had a much stronger line. Plus, they had different versions of the character, like, every month. Mm-hmm. So...
0: You wanted one that played basketball one month and then was like a punk rocker the next month. That's right. And then like a beach volleyball dude. I get had all three.
2: Uh, my, one of my favorite ones was uh, Donatello as a spy. Mm-hmm. So he had the trench coat. I and still that. have that one. Yeah. God, man, that was one of my favorite ones. That's a cool one. And then uh, the monster one that came out for the Halloween a long time ago, the monster Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Or like, I think Raphael's like Frankenstein. Yeah,
0: I remember those. Yeah,
2: yeah it was pretty cool.
0: They, they did a lot of really cool ones. Turtles had, was a great line. I think my
2: prized possession used to be the technodrome and the airship, because the airship was like if you can fit helium, if you can get helium into it, it would. Actually it would
0: actually float. float. Yeah. I never had an airship, but I remember one of my friends came over and brought his, and it had those little like plastic slide on things to like give it better aerodynamics. Uh, he left all those plastic pieces at my house, and when he took his blimp and went home, so I, I have the plastic pieces, but I don't have the
2: blimp. Pl- <laughs> 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 I have. of the (laughs) toy. Technodrome was great, too. It opened up and turned into a giant playset.
0: It was. Um, So, I mean, Turtles was a big one for me, too. I had a lot of the figures, a lot of the vehicles. I loved Turtles just as much as you did back then. But I think for me, it was Pogs. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) We talked about that in the earlier episode. Pogs was a a
0: big fad in the 90s. It It was a fun gambling sort of thing that that you know was super competitive and everybody was trying to find an edge and Do
2: you remember Beyblades?
0: They were highly well those are new. Those came out like Yeah,
2: they came out around the no no it came around the same time as like, no, it didn't. like toward the end of Pogs. I no guess. it didn't. It was, ba- it was like the Pogs let's Google. Yeah,
0: we're gonna Google this. Beyblades are a very recent thing compared to Pogs.
2: I remember playing it in
0: middle school. Two thousand one.
1: That's middle school. I guess so it is. Not for me. I was lying. <laughs> that's the year before I graduated high
0: school. I graduated high school in two thousand.
2: <laughs> I mean but no, I remember
1: there used to be like a
0: battle, <coughs> battle with like little spin toys. You mean crossfire? Yes. That's not what Beyblades, it was, it was Beyblades. I remember don't like, get caught up in the crossfire. I remember so many commercials for crossfire. Yeah, you, like, you
2: <laughs> had the like the spinner thing. Yeah. And, like, they would make advanced versions. There was like,
0: fire all over the screen, series. and they were like, crossfire, ultimate combat. And, and
2: you like shoot I it know. into the arena that you mm-hmm. could buy separately mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. spin around the arena. And I never, was I just never had hungry, that.
1: hungry, hungry hippos with a different paint job. That's probably true. I never
0: had.
2: I never owned one, but my friend across the street did, and I thought it was the coolest shit ever. So
0: some other notable ones was Game Boy came out.
2: Yeah, I had one. That's of That's huge.
0: I had a Game Boy. I had a Sega. Uh, like I said, Super Soaker. That was a really big one. Uh, but the one thing that was on the list that I never actually had, which I thought was a super cool toy, was the Talkboy. Do you remember those? No, I don't ah, Is that think the so. microphone? It was thing? like the it looked like a handheld camcorder and it had the microphone. And yeah. You could put tapes in it and you could like record. Is that the
2: thing from Home Alone 2?
0: Yes. Yes, so, I had
2: one of those just because of the movie.
0: They were the coolest thing in the world. I had a friend that had one and you could like change your voice and yeah. the pitch and stuff with it. Um, I always wanted one, but I
1: never got one.
2: The only one, the only reason I had is because it came out in the movie, and I like begged and pleaded for Christmas. They have it, and I got it.
1: I remember getting toys because of the first Home Alone. I got a can of paint. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did you hit your dad in the face with
0: it? <laughs>
1: I threatened to, and then he took my paint away. <laughs> it sounds
0: about no right. More paint chips for you. All right, question number three. What was your favorite '90s band? Hootie and the Blowfish. Hey.
1: Hootie was good.
2: Was he? It
1: was the blowfish that sucked.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they blew.
2: Uh, nine inch nails?
0: That was gonna be my answer too.
2: <laughs> I got other ones though. I got other I got backups. What about you, George? Uh, so even to this day I always catch myself humming the tunes in this band. Uh, it's the Jumba Wumba? No, the dude with the hat and he had a harmonica. Blues Traveler? Blues Traveler. I love Blues Traveler. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't really, I never owned a cassette tape, but goddamn, but every time their song was on, I would always hum their tune.
0: I love Blues Traveler. Yeah. They're great. Uh, for me, Nine Inch Nails 90s, right? was, was, was my number one. You know, Nine Nails was my band all the way through high school. Um, other band that I was a big fan of was Garbage. Shirley Manson, like I, I was a huge fan of Garbage See, when it like came out in the nineties.
2: Later nineties is when I started like figuring out my tastes a little bit better.
0: I like Smashing Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were a big band in the nineties. Um, so there was, there was a lot of good stuff. I mean, Bush. Bush's first album came out then. Dude, that was really Bush good. Bush
2: being good at one point in time?
0: Sixteen Stones is a, a great album. Um, yeah. Oasis came out then. Their first album
2: was good. And I only had like talking
0: Oasis.
2: I <laughs> only had like three good songs.
0: There was a lot of bands.
2: There was a lot of bands. There was a
0: lot of bad bands too, though. We'll get to that later, though. Yeah, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> all right, let's move on to casseroles. Andy,
1: who's your casserole for oh, the week? Oh yeah, my casserole is large appliances. We uh we decided we were gonna replace our washer because it was putting out a bunch of uh, bleach in non-bleach loads. Oh no. Yeah. So uh yeah, it wasn't a big deal. It was something that wasn't happening all that often. So we order it. And, uh, first off, they're like, it'll be there in three to seven days. Or the next fucking morning. The biggest problem being no one was there. Because they said three to seven days. And then they're like, well, uh, we're here. And I was like, I'm not. That sucks. Go away. So they deliver it on Friday. And we ordered it Monday. They deliver it Friday. Problem is that Wednesday, the dryer kicks out. So... Then I had to order dryer parts for a new heating element and install that this weekend. So my appliances have been dicks. Sounds like it. But I got a fancy new dish, uh, washing talk machine. shit about AI in the previous episode, so they were <laughs> revolting against you. Well, I hope not now, because my fucking washing machine's got internet
2: on it. <laughs> it's listening to you.
1: It probably is. It's gonna bleach your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's fancy. It's got like a smart dispenser for detergent. Mm hmm. So you can't fuck up how much detergent you put in. Exactly. That's um, cool. It also yells at me if I leave my clothes in for more than half an hour after it's done. It's like, you're ruining everything, Andrew. Wow.
2: wow. It says it just like that.
1: It, it yells. Wow. Specifically at me. And what happens if you ignore it? It yells some more. Okay.
2: Excuse I get you. notifications on my
1: phone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they are angry. <laughs> We will murder you in your sleep. Yeah, I've got an app. I can check and see if there's any laundry like that's been run. Yeah.
2: The
0: Maytag yeah. man shows up. He's knocking on the door. I'm getting notifications from your washer.
2: <laughs> it says a... it wants to be rehomed. <laughs> I have a message for Andy.
0: <laughs> what about you, George? What's your uh, casserole for the week?
2: Uh, my casserole this week is uh the asshole who decided to break in my car.
0: That really sucks, man.
2: Yeah, I, I was parked at work uh, in the parking garage on the 11th floor, and usually I don't think twice about parking in the parking garage. Usually it's the safest place, I would think, because it's patrols, people are going and coming.
1: Mm-hmm. You're on the 11th floor. I'm on the 11th floor.
2: There. You have to really go out your way to come out and get my car. And uh, like I said, I went on on uh, vacation, and uh, I had my backpack in Colorado still so in my car. And I didn't think anything of it because it was stuff underneath my cart in my seat. So to see it, you would have to, like, look in the window and kind of know it's there. Yeah. And um, I went to work, and I came back, like, around 4.30, and fucking window was smashed in, backpack gone.
1: That sucks, dude. I'm sorry.
2: Like, your car, it's
1: not bad, but it's not like it's, like, a Tesla or something super expensive.
2: No, it's, it's in every... I mean, it's not, like a cheap man's car either, but it doesn't it's not it doesn't, no form doesn't, doesn't scream like fancy and rich kind of Nobody's car breaking into Andy's cars. What you saying? <laughs> I left my window down and people
1: didn't steal shit from it. <laughs> I like, well, that car's got nothing in it. <laughs> I was just look at it. It's got garbage. Literally garbage in it. Uh, what did they get? Did they get anything?
2: Uh, so In the backpack, I had my iPad and my wireless headphones in there. And then uh, I had a couple of dog toys in there from the trip. Like, oh, poor Toby. Yeah, and uh, I had a notebook uh, with some notes from our comic in there. So that's gone.
0: They stole our ideas? Yeah. They,
2: they literally, literally stole ideas? They stole ideas. Our <laughs> ideas. Uh, so we won't be getting that back.
0: Well, that sucks. It's a
2: good thing we have a web document with that stuff. But anyway. Getting track to track the iPod? iPad? I tried. So whoever uh, whoever took it knows not to turn it on. Essentially they stole a brick because it's fingerprint to my thumb and I have the passcode. And it's not even mine. It works. So if they keep typing in the code, it's just going to brick itself eventually. Yeah. yeah. So like either they know how to really really good jailbreaker or something or have reverse patchwork on it, which I don't know how to do. Yeah, it is what it is.
0: That sucks, dude.
2: Yeah, I think the worst part about it is that the inconvenience that I have to go out of my way fix my window. This window is going to cost me like 400 bucks. Oh, man. And they didn't even, they probably did get away with about 400 bucks of stuff, maybe a little bit more.
1: I'm sure the dog toys are worth at least that much.
2: Yeah, the (laughs) iPad alone is probably worth a thousand bucks. But anyway,
1: my car got broken into once in a hotel in San Antonio, in (sighs) the Army. My unit decided that it was my fault. They were like, You shouldn't have left all your stuff out in the open. I was like, In my trunk?
2: <laughs> it was in my trunk. They broke in to the trunk. Like and I get it. Like, you shouldn't leave anything in your car. Yeah. But like I'm in a parking garage. A secure quote unquote secured parking garage. There was no cameras or anything? And apparently there's no cameras on my floor. That's bullshit. Right. And then, in fact, I'm on the 11th floor. It's not like I'm on the ground floor or the third floor where you can walk.
0: So it shit. had to be somebody that works there,
2: probably. Somebody or, or I don't know, they're just walking around looking for shit, and they found something nice, I guess. I don't know. Dog toys. Dog toys. They took fucking dog toys. So anyway, screw that asshole casserole dude for taking my shit and breaking my window. I don't even care about taking my shit. It's the window that I care about the
0: most. Yeah, it's a big hassle.
2: Right. I have to take a day off of work to go to the shop to get my window repaired. Now. It's costing me more money. Uh,
0: my casserole is the U.S. Postal Service. Those jackasses. I mean, it's the busiest time of the year. It is the busiest time of the year. Uh, I've been getting a lot of packages, Christmas presents, and all that sort of thing. Uh-huh. And, you know, I have a... I have one of those communal mailboxes where you have to have a key and you open it up and you have like a little slot. Right. Um, So they've been taking all of my packages and all of my mail and trying to fit them in that slot. Oh
2: no! So everything. You have like the big. We have the big ones.
0: We have the big ones at the bottom for packages, and if it's a package that's too big to fit in that slot, they'll put it down there. But But they can fit a whole lot. But they can fit a whole lot in that tiny little crevice, you know? They using a hammer. Anything that's like uh, in a bubble mailer or Shit, Some I kind you don't of have like a book or anything
2: getting mailed. i
0: I've had a lot of stuff get bent and damaged and just shoved in there as hard as they can. And I have to like get out of my car and like open the thing and pull it out piece by piece. And I mean, like I'll go a day or two without checking my mail. I don't check it every single day because it's inconvenient to go to the thing. All right. But like I don't expect to find seventy five pieces of mail <laughs> in there, you know, at once with like packages on top of it. Even worse than that, though, uh, they've been delivering packages to our door and we installed security cameras not that long ago. I talked about that. Right. So you see them walk up and they just like toss the shit on the, on the doorstep <laughs> and then turn around and walk away. Like they're not delicate at all with any of our packages. Um,
2: Maybe they read the label, make sure it doesn't say fragile on it first.
0: I don't see him looking. There's a guy that has a like bandana hanging down over his head and like a sun hat. And he walks up and he just throws it at my door and then turns around and goes away. He's done it like six times. I've seen it. Wow. Uh, then we got a package delivered that wasn't for us. It was for somebody else that didn't even live in our section. They live like way down the road. Did you go
2: like, oh, shit, free package, whatever that
0: is? No, I mean, we, we called the post office to try to return it. We were on hold for like an hour. Wow. Oh. And then they were like, well, you can't file the complaint. Only the person that the package belongs to can file the complaint. If they I don't just wrote, return to sender. If they don't receive it. So then we took the package to the people's house, dropped it off, and then, you know. Good Samaritans. Posted about it on Nextdoor app and, like, <laughs> told the USPS. But, I mean, what can you do? It's like our, our postal worker just sucks. The Richmond Post Richmond
1: post Office just sucks in general. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. Like, they have uh, the Thompson Post Office, which Thompson is like a little small town just mm-hmm. south of you. The uh, they have a Richmond Postal Worker in it. And the Richmond postal worker that's in there is, like, there for two hours a day every day of the week or some shit. Mm-hmm. And for one of those hours, she's taking lunch. Sounds about right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> she. You could always get a PO box and, like, just, you know.
0: Yeah, but then I have to actually go to the post office and deal with those people.
2: I bet they'll take better care of it since they don't have to actually move it.
0: Maybe. Or maybe they'll just throw it in the hole.
2: i and I won't see it.
0: <laughs> I'd have no way of knowing. At least with my cameras, I can see what they're doing.
2: That's
0: right. <laughs> like, sorry, like, sure. sir. It was
2: mailed like that.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for casseroles. Let's move on. It's time for consumption. Consumption.
1: consumption.
0: Andy, what are you consuming this week? Uh,
1: this week, I have been consuming stand-up comedy on Amazon Music. Huh. Okay. All okay. right. You know, I've been listening to a lot of Jim Jeffries, Daniel Tosh, and Anthony Jeselnik—that sort of group. Assholes. I've been listening to assholes. I mean, if
0: I had to pick a comedian out of all the comedians that exist today for Handy to listen to, I would pick Anthony Jeselnik. <laughs> I really like his stuff. <laughs> I'm not surprised.
1: <laughs> like I downloaded Caligula. Well, wow. It's a funny special. Yeah. yeah.
2: I don't think I've ever heard of this guy, or heard his stand-up.
1: He had a show called The Jesselneck Offensive, and I'm guessing that it's off the air. Yeah, it got canceled.
0: Yeah. He, he tries to push the envelope as much as he possibly can. He's like this generation's uh, Bob Saget. No, he's way, way harder than Bob Saget was. Well, this like, generation. Like Daniel Tosh, he makes a lot of like offensive jokes. Sure, um,
2: off-color jokes. Off-color, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: but he, he never really pushes it to that line. But Anthony likes to push it
2: way beyond that line. I think of uh, Jim Jeffries, the Australian dude, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's funny. He's actually pretty poignant, too. Like, he actually has, like, good moments in what he's trying to say yeah, with this yeah. comedy. And he, he
1: apologizes in the show, or at least in one of them. Oh, yeah. For his off color joke. Yeah, he was making uh, rape jokes because of Bill Cosby. <laughs> and someone in uh, one of the. One of the newspapers like, posted up a transcript of his show, and he was like, it's it's not a good read.
2: <laughs> it doesn't read well, but when I say it live, it's hilarious.
1: It's like, of all the ways to be raped, this one doesn't seem so bad.
2: Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that is pretty bad. Yeah, and he was like, no, no. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. I was listening to him on the way over here.
2: Alright.
0: Comedians pushing the line. That's what it is.
1: Assholes! I like listening to assholes.
0: That's not surprising to anybody. No, not not even a little bit. (laughs) George, what about you?
2: So, it's uh, coming to the end of the year and uh, I've been trying to catch up on a lot of movies that, you know, people are claiming, like, some of the best of the year and whatnot, and movies that I've missed in general. And, uh, so right now I watched Sorry to Bother You and, uh, it's a very interesting movie. Hmm. Uh, it's about a telemarketer, a black telemarketer who, uh, uses his, uh, his voice to sound like a white man, okay. uh, to get ahead in his job to sell to people. And then this ends up working for him and it ends up taking like this drastic weird turn when he catches the eye of this, uh, multimillion dollar dude who owns the company of this telemarketing company and he wants him to work for him to help unroll this new business plan. I don't want to ruin it, because if you ever see it, my god, is it fucking bonkers. Like, it's weird as shit. It starts out one way, and it ends in a completely different place. It's very good. I enjoyed it. Um... I I don't know how a lot of people are going to react to this movie. I don't think it did very well in theaters, and I think it's because it's just a weird movie. Right. It sounds, Uh, sounds interesting. Yeah, it's great. Um... I don't know. Did you ever watch Atlanta? Uh, I watched the first episode. Uh, so he's like the stoner friend of the rapper in that show. Okay. And uh, he's a great actor. I forget his name though. Uh, Shia LaBeouf.
0: This is not Shia LaBeouf. No,
2: <laughs> and Steven Yoon's in it too. The guy from Walking Dead. He's in right. it too. So like it's cool to see Stephen Yoon uh, acting just outside of Walking Dead, which is great. Uh, it's a comedy, uh, but it's weird. Okay. Army Hammer plays the multi-million. No. Oh, I hate Army Hammer. You had me up until then. He's so weird
0: in this movie. <laughs> he's so weird in all of his movies. I
2: know, but he's actually really weird in this one, like
0: weirder than a guy named. Like Army Hammer. Hammer weird, or like Nick Cage weird?
2: Like Nick Cage Army, like a version of Nick Cage played by Army Hammer. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. Right. Like, he snorts a lot of cocaine in this okay. movie, so. Uh, what else have I seen? Oh, I uh, recently watched Eighth Grade, which I guess kind of goes along with our theme a little bit. Sure. Uh, it's about a uh, girl who's about to graduate eighth grade. It's the last two weeks. And, uh, and she's pregnant. No. And she's just navigating her life, basically, in the last two weeks of being an eighth grader and all the complications that come with it. As, like pregnancy. This is a uh, first time writer, director. I think his name is Bo Burnham. Uh, he did an amazing job. Movie- He's a comedian as well. Yeah. Uh, I've actually watched a lot
0: of his stand-up. He's very, very funny. Oh really? Yeah. Yes.
2: Uh, okay. I didn't know
0: that. You should That's check out good. his stuff. If you enjoyed his movie, I remember when A24 because they produced it for him, right? right? I remember when they were talking about this and he was promoting it. Um, I did want to see this. I've not gotten a chance to, but I love his stand-up, so I'll probably like the movie.
2: Yeah, the movie's uh, poignant. It's uh, smart. And it's funny and. Like, I never related to a girl from the eighth grade as much as I ever have until I watched it. Oh, movie. don't lie. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> save a little Jackson narrates her thoughts. I mean, pretty damn close. Uh, and it's just a good movie. And I don't know if, uh, if if you haven't seen it. If you haven't even thought about seeing it, I think you should check it out.
0: Okay, I definitely will. Yeah, it's something I was wanting to see that I just didn't get a chance to. Yeah, I,
2: I think it really belongs on the best of 2018
0: movie list. Cool. Uh, as for me, I've been watching She-Ra and the Princesses of Power She-Ra. on uh, Netflix. It is fan fucking tastic.
2: Well, this is a little biased because you're like okay, I am. You're a Masters of the Universe. Show.
0: I am a tremendous fan of Masters of the Universe and the original Shira, but this this show has n- almost nothing to do with the original. Um, some of the characters are the same but they're drastically different. You know, this just, is a Netflix show. Just the names. Yes, this is a Netflix show made by DreamWorks. The animation's very, very different. Mm. Um, the story is very cutesy, but it's also very deep. Mm. Um, there's there's so much depth to it, so much more than they, they got to in the first season. It barely scratched the surface. You know, you can tell the Horde is this looming threat, and Horde acts this huge issue that's going to have to be dealt with. But at the same time, you have the whole like friendship is magic sort of thing going on. Where, like, you know, it's just really cute and positive and great role models for girls. And lots of different types of people are represented in the show. And I, I just, I'm completely enamored with it. It's not like the original She-Ra. It's nothing like that at all. Aside from the fact that it's Atheria and it's She-Ra and Adora. And she has a sword of protection. And she's fighting against the Horde. Uh, aside from, like, the basic outline of it being She-Ra it's drastically different. And a lot of people that have have watched it that are big fans of the original didn't enjoy it so much, but they're watching it from the perspective of being 35 year old guys who want to see the same thing they've seen before, you know?
2: Right. They're not looking at it from a perspective of a new kid, of a little girl watching the show.
0: You know, I've never identified with an eight year old girl. as well as I have watching this, like it's so much fun and it's just so lighthearted and, and, but there's a lot of depth. I don't know what else to say. Uh, I think that this is going to create a whole new generation of fans for the He-Man world and She-Ra and everything. And uh, I'm really hoping that it leads to more series and more development of those worlds. So do you think they're going to
2: make a He-Man in the same vein of this? I really hope so. I'm hoping for a
0: Thundercats. Well, they're doing Thundercats roar.
2: It's kind of like a Teen Titans Go version of Thundercats.
0: Mm. They announced that a while back. That's coming out next year. Mm. Yeah. I would love to see a a He-Man tie into this and, and they've alluded to the fact that a is connected to a bigger universe and that uh-huh. she's going to be going back and forth between Eternia and Etheria. I mean, when she holds up the sword, she still says by the power of grace call. So there's that connection, but they haven't explored it at all wow. in the show so far. Um, there's just so many nods to fans of the original, That are also done in fresh and innovative ways. Cool. So I, I can't say enough good things about it. I give it like a nine and a half out of 10. Wow. Um, It's fantastic. If you have kids, you definitely need to make them watch it. What if they're only six months old? It's never too early to start with princesses. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So definitely watch She-Ra. It's great. Moving along. Let's go to tell us something nutty. And since Andy chose the nineties, what do you got for us, Andy?
2: Lies and deceit, just like the 90s.
1: So, the the Star Wars remakes came out
2: in the 90s. In the 90s. This is the first time I actually saw Star Wars in the movie theaters.
1: Yes, your life was pitiful before then. I remember seeing those. They were what such, such a big
0: deal they were.
2: They were a big deal for me. They were huge. They were I even huge for a poster me. From it.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: I think then. I had the same one. <laughs> I went to see them in the theaters for, uh, I think the first two, I think I missed Return. Okay. Which is disappointing because that's you know second favorite. It's my favorite, so it's, it's totally fine for you to say. Empire your Strikes Back so much better.
0: Empire is the best. It has the final battle and it has Java. So I mean, I, I like Return better personally.
1: All right, all right. I mean, those are those are
0: valid reasons. He's a ploy for commercialism. That's all we've learned. He loves Jar Jar. Love him. <laughs> He's front and center on my Christmas tree. I know that's you. how much I love him. I'm totally getting that for
2: Christmas
0: for now. He's on my Christmas. I'm not even joking. He's right I in the front. <laughs> We get to
1: something Jar Jar related now. So I remember seeing the movies in theater. Yes. Perfectly. like I remember sitting in the dark watching. I, was, I
2: remember being deadly me. sick, and I forced myself going to the movie theater to see this.
1: The only problem is the remake, obviously, of the original Star Wars came out in like uh, 95 or 6 or something. That sounds about right.
2: You're talking about uh, New Hope, the first one, episode 4? Yeah. yeah, I think it was 95. Yeah.
1: So I'm 11, and none of the rest of my family remembers seeing it in theater. I didn't go see movies with other people. It was just my family. So I've got no fucking clue if I actually saw it or if I just have these vivid memories of
2: seeing it there. I have, you have osmosis. You, like, you implanted fake lies to your brain. Like Nelson Mandela dying?
0: He saw it in an alternate reality. That's what it was. <laughs>
1: So I don't know. I I could be absolutely. So insane. in this alternate
2: reality, was it the special edition, the shitty special edition that we actually got in theaters? I no longer
1: even remember the differences, no. other than the the blast waves, which is
2: stupid. There's a lot of differences in the first one. There is. Like was the was
1: the award ceremony in the original?
2: Yes. Okay. All right. I, the monsters, the a lot of the rocks in front of R2D2 wasn't there. There's just a lot of subtle changes that were not there. Oh, you've
1: got... it's It's got the fucking uh, date on that poster. January 31st, 1997.
2: That's when it came out on DVD.
1: Oh, okay. So it was probably 96.
2: I, it was either 95 or 96, yeah. Oh, yeah. I even have a VHS set somewhere.
1: So do I. I have no <laughs> clue if I saw it in theater, because no one else can corroborate my story.
2: I know I saw it in theaters because... Uh, I begged and pleaded my friend's parents to take us.
1: My best
0: friend's dad was a huge fan of Star Wars and Star Trek and everything. He bought us IMAX tickets. That's awesome. And we went and saw it in the IMAX. And I remember we couldn't get seats. Like We, we decided to go too late, so we couldn't get seats for the first one that were like really good. We were kind of up in the front. So that was one of the first movies I watched in the front where I was like leaning all the way back looking up. And I was just amazed watching it. And then when I left, I had such a headache and such a sore neck. I felt awful. But the second time when we went and saw it again, we, uh, we got much better, uh, I also
2: remember, like, Doritos was doing, like, a cross-promotion with, like, get, like, holographic cards.
0: That's true. I remember
2: that, yeah. In the Doritos bag. I remember eating a fuck-ton of Doritos (laughs) bags for Doritos getting those fucking things. I couldn't tell you where where those things are now, but I remember cherishing them when I was in elementary school.
0: When the third one came out, uh, we had already moved down to Houston, and... We went to NASA or we went to like um, one of the NASA museums or something and they had a big Star Wars special edition exhibit going on.
2: Uh, I kind of vaguely remember that. And they had
0: a whole bunch of like, you know, the costumes and props and stuff. That was the coolest thing in the world to me.
2: I think I saw that when it went to the Children's Museum in Houston.
0: (laughs) It might have even been at the Children's Museum. It was such a long time ago, I don't remember where I saw it. That's still so cool.
1: Like, your movies and stuff were so big. That they're in museums
2: while they're still out. Yeah. So <laughs> so where is the, so you really don't remember seeing this in theaters? Or you I remember it? perfectly seeing it in theaters. Do you remember what theater it was? Yeah, it was the what one you before Spare Mall.
1: I thought my mom, <laughs> who has no <laughs> recollection of seeing this movie. <laughs> so you just sat with some straight family thinking it was yours? Or my family's gaslighting me. That's
0: probably what it yes, is. Exactly. I, it's it's a possibility. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems the most likely answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about you, Jesse? Do you have any like uh,
0: crazy ninety stories?
2: Uh, crazy anything due to the fact of how ninety the situation was. Uh, I used to rollerblade a lot. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> 90s, really? I can't see you as a rollerblader. You great. can't see him like
1: hunched over. With the rollerblades on, just going downhill or something? I tried rollerblades. It didn't
2: work out for me.
0: I loved rollerblading. I was great at it, too. I, did, I could still skate really well. We used to play hockey in the streets. Uh, we, we had hockey sticks and rollerblades and, like, little orange balls. Yeah. And we would just play hockey in the streets until cars came and then move. Uh-huh. But we used to also walk our dog on our rollerblades. Like, we'd let him run, and we'd just let him pull us along. Right. That was not really the best idea. No, that's a terrible idea. I had a lot of injuries from that. <laughs> he got away a bunch. We, we had to like chase him all over the neighborhood trying to get him. One day my sister took him out walking. This is actually a story about my sister. She took him out walking uh, on her rollerblades and he got away from her. And she came back to the house. Nobody was at the house except for me and my mom. And she comes in the house. And she's just bawling, just tears running down her face, crying. And my mom's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? She's trying to get her to talk. And she just keeps crying, keeps not saying anything. She's like, her lips quivering. My mom's like, what's wrong? You have to talk to us. And she's like, they're killing him. My mom's like, who's killing who? What? What's going on? They're they're killing him. They're killing our dog. And my mom was like, who's killing our dog? What are you talking about? And she goes, the pigs. The pigs are killing Muggsy. <laughs> <What? laughs> and my mom was like, what are you talking about? I grew up in rural Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Um, we lived in this neighborhood. It was pretty nice uh there was some farmland on the outskirts of it there's like i've told before like there was a wooded area behind it but we had never seen pigs like i knew there was a farm out there but i had never seen pigs Uh uh-huh and my mom's like okay well we'll get in the car we'll drive around he probably just got away and she probably just imagined this or whatever
2: she imagined the pigs
0: (laughs) so we're driving along uh we had just pulled out of our driveway started down the street we see the dog he's just trotting towards the car as happy as can be you know, I got out, I got him. Come
2: along to like four pigs behind him.
0: Brought him brought him into the house, you know, chained him back up and everything and uh got nothing of it. Uh-huh. Then like a week and a half goes by, and whenever it rains, we used to he was an outside dog. Whenever it rained, we would put him in the garage and just like crack the garage a little bit. Uh-huh. So it rained one day. We put him in there, and my mom's home alone. She hears this crazy commotion out in the garage. Like he's just barking up a storm. Um, you know, it's it's raining. So she goes out there and she opens up the, the door to the garage and she's looking out there and there's four pig snouts underneath the garage door and they're all just like trying to banging against it, trying to get in, and he's just barking, barking, running back and forth. Oh my and god. And she's like, What the fuck? There's <laughs> turns out like that farm had like four like three or four giant boars that were like on that farmland, and they really did try to get the dog that day gangster pigs <laughs> my sister let him go and then just took off on a rollerblades and came back to the house crying <laughs> my mom called animal control and they came and got <laughs> that's
1: crazy is this yeah. the older or the younger because if it's the older it kind of explains it was yeah
2: it was the older one <laughs> uh, that explains some things <laughs> why is she terrified of pigs now
0: yes sure <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay that is exactly what i'm talking about. <laughs>
0: But, I mean, that's not maybe the most quintessential 90s story, but it is a story from the 90s. There you go. Uh,
2: I don't know if I have any funny 90s stories. I have embarrassing 90s stories.
1: That's close Uh, enough.
2: Yeah. uh, So, L.A. Gear was a thing from the 90s. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, for whatever weird reason, I thought L.A. Gear was the coolest clothes you can get. And I had LA L.A. Gear shoes. I even had that, like lime green neon yellow like sort of jacket but mm-hmm. wasn't a jacket and i remember uh wearing it outside while it rained one time and uh and then like uh the dye from the raincoat seeped into my clothes underneath the jacket and so when i took it off i had like an unintentional tie-dye shirt <laughs> and i was like wow this is uh this, cool. Weird. this, very this cool. is cool it's very cool very cool right in the 90s <laughs> And uh, yeah, if I ever find a picture, I know there's a picture of me in that oh, terrible, terrible outfit.
0: There's a bunch of pictures of me on, like a faded, torn up No Fear t-shirt with oh, like yeah,
2: no fear was definitely a, thing a the
0: blue jean day. jacket and like neon green sunglasses. I thought I was the coolest Man, fucking like thing in the world. J C Penney ad right there. I was, yeah. <laughs> Tommy Hilfiger clothes. I never wore those. And Tommy oh. Hilfiger
2: was a shit in middle school.
0: I always got, like, hand-me-downs or, like, Goodwill clothes. Yeah. So, like, I would give the clothes after they were out of popularity. Like, I got some Reebok pumps after they were, like, cool. (laughs) Like, nobody was wearing them anymore,
2: and I was just like, whatever, my shoes pump. I'm the coolest kid in the world. I think the only reason why I wanted Reebok pump shoes is because of Robin Hood Men in Tights. That one scene where he, like, pumps up his
1: shoes before he fights everybody. I remember that. I wasn't allowed to watch that movie. First time I saw it, I was 25. Why? Why? I I also wasn't allowed to watch Roseanne. Why? Well, I, I understand that now, but then I don't understand. weird ideas of what
0: was going on. Yeah, I, I, I had things I wasn't allowed to watch too. I wasn't allowed to watch Simpsons. Really? For one, I was forbidden from watching The Simpsons.
2: Is it because he ate? He said, "Eat my shorts." Uh, I
0: don't know. What's my mom. Attitude? My mom got frustrated with uh, Saved by the Bell. Told us we couldn't watch that anymore. Uh, I wasn't allowed to watch Salute Your Shorts after a while.
2: Salute so Your Shorts was a little risky as a TV show. Yeah, in parts. What was the one? So was Pete and Pete, though. It's Pete like and a... Pete was way worse. Pete and Pete was pretty bad. <laughs>
1: it's like a Nickelodeon show that took place in a high school. It wasn't allowed was to watch That was a prior. lot of shows.
2: You have to be more specific.
1: It was a drama, and it was like, well, it was a drama comedy. Degrassi? From, like, early 90s. Very early 90s, like maybe late 80s, early 90s. It could have been Degrassi. Oh, I thought you were joking.
2: No, no, it's a com- it's a Canadian show, though. It
1: was on some uh, Nickelodeon broadcast, though. It was though. I, I think. Was the principal bald? And it was daytime. I mean, are you
0: talking about Saved by the Bell with Mr. Belding? Because <laughs> he was bald.
2: I met him in person. So did
0: I. Yeah, okay, you were, yeah that's right. <laughs> He's hitting on 17-year-old girls. Yeah, <laughs> he was What like... a creepy dude. Yeah, yeah, it was creepy.
2: So anyway. Yeah, well, don't allow to watch that, either. My parents didn't say yes or no to anything.
0: Uh, we we were censored on certain TV shows, but you know, it is what it is.
2: I remember watching Mystery Science Theater three thousand as a kid. It was an event every Saturday.
0: I couldn't get into it as a kid. You I try I tried to watch it a few
2: times, but I, I just watched couldn't it get because into it because it was probably one of the few ways I could always watch crappy <clears> monster <throat> movies.
0: I would stay up super late and watch Nick at Night. All the time. Yeah, I watched all those like '60s and '70s
2: shows. Yeah, I love Lucy, The Munsters. Get smart. Get smart was great. And Green Acres. Mm-hmm. I don't think I watched Green Acres. Lucy. Uh, Green Acres was on too late. Mister Ed. I tried watching Mister Ed. I don't think I watched a lot of it. Though.
0: The Donna like... Donna Summer show. My three My three brothers. Uh, Leave it to Beaver.
2: I did watch uh, Three's Company.
0: Yeah. I watched all that stuff. I watched Dragnet.
1: Dragnet? Dragnet was awesome.
2: I think yeah. I saw the movie before I actually watched the show. <laughs> the movie's terrible. But oh, anyway. I know, I know. Where were we? We're uh, the, <laughs> telling us some nutty. Okay. We don't really have any funny stories about the '90s. We're just reminiscing.
0: Yeah, that's what we're doing.
2: That's what this episode's about.
0: Pretty much. Know. Pretty much. Nostalgia, nostalgia. The episode. Okay, well, let's move on to hot fudge then.
2: You want the hot fudge?
1: You got a funny hot fudge for us, George? Tell us about the '90s. Like we didn't
2: live in it. A... <laughs>
1: so uh, I'm going
2: to tell you some 90 facts that will blow your mind. I'm ready for my mind to be blown. All right. Jennifer Aniston hated her haircut in France. Everybody I I hated her
0: haircut in France. <laughs> uh, Napster
2: launched in 1999 and within two years it had 26.4 million users. Do you remember using Napster? I, I never used it. I used, what?
0: I used LimeWire.
2: Wow, everybody uses uh, I, I, re- uh,
0: I refuse to use uh, Napster because it had such bad publicity and because of all the problems and stuff. I started using LimeWire uh, and Kaza. We should have talked about this in like
2: the AI episode. Uh, so, the AI, uh, AOL Instant Messenger launched in 1997. It had 53 million users in less than 10 years. I believe it. Yeah. Now. People still have AOL Instant Messenger. However, it's less than uh, 4 million active users.
0: I still had it until about three years ago. Uh, they, they did an upgrade where you had to get on the most recent version or you couldn't use the service anymore. And I liked the old version, so I just did an upgrade. But when I was still using it, there were still people I knew that were still active on it, so it wasn't just me.
2: Uh, apparently, there's a book from the 90s there are several uh, that was uh, called Who Moved My Cheese Yeah, and uh, it sold a couple million copies in China and it went on to inspire books like Whose Cheese Should I Move? No One Can Move My Cheese (laughs) (laughs) what makes this even weird if you consider the cheese doesn't have a place in Chinese cuisine Huh?
0: they don't eat cheese no not really that's weird
1: it's like one of our food groups yeah (laughs) Literally, yeah.
0: Meat, bread, cheese, cheese.
1: <laughs> potatoes,
0: starch, yeah, more starches, and then way at the bottom, vegetables.
2: <laughs> uh, we talked about this earlier, but I was surprised you actually knew this. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, when it was released in China, they had a Chinese star voice the had the voice of Beast. They didn't know it; they were just racist. <laughs> I, I guess. Apparently, it was Jackie Chan who did the voice. Yeah, I mean, it makes
0: sense. Like, he was the biggest actor of that time in China. He's still my favorite, like, martial artist,
2: so... He's good. Uh, so, you may remember the chokers. Those were a thing in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Black belts for blowjobs. Apparently, uh, chokers was supposed to be, like, a representative for prostitutes. Glad I didn't wear one, then. Classy. Doc Martens were invented by Claus Martens, who, uh... You remember slap bracelets? Yeah, I do remember those.
0: Those were like the coolest thing ever when we were in the 90s. I didn't like them very much. I loved mine. I would like pop it all the time. Just.
2: Uh, do you remember Miss Cleo from the 90s? Yeah. Yeah. She's the. My
0: sister racked up thousands of dollars Shut calling Miss Cleo.
2: <laughs> yeah, she was talking about here how she racked a $5 million fine for, de- for deceptive claims being
0: a psychic. She would have her friends come over and spend the night, and then they would call Miss Cleo... Like hundreds of times to ask her if they were gonna grow up to marry Taylor Hanson from the Hansen Brothers.
1: <laughs> wow! Wait, is that the middle one?
0: Yeah. The, oh, so uh, the younger one, the younger one, the one that everybody oh. would like liked. Yeah.
2: The middle so, one was the uh, one everyone thought was a girl, right?
0: No, that was the younger one.
1: That's
2: awkward. Yeah. So the voice who announced that you got mail, uh, whenever you received an email, it was by a guy named uh, Elwood Edwards. He recorded this in his living room on a cassette deck doesn't get more 90s than that.
0: No. Unless it was on a talk boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Carmen San Diego has a middle name. Sam. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Isabella. But no one knows where she is. Right. But, um, or when she is, if you have the other one. Right. Uh, I'm trying to find... Oh, uh, we talked about this earlier, which I thought was weird. Uh, Britney Spears' cousin... Played her love interest in the music video, Baby Hit Me One More Time.
1: That sounds about right. Yep. She's from Tennessee.
2: (laughs) Uh, Saved by the Bell started as a show about a teacher in Indianapolis originally called Good Morning, Miss Bliss.
0: Remember Hanging with Mr. Cooper? Yeah. (laughs) That was a good show.
2: (laughs) I remember that. But anyway, there's a whole bunch of weird facts like that, and it's just uh, reminiscent of the 90s. All right. All right. Lots of nostalgia. All right,
0: remember Berries. Let's move on. It's time for Ask the Nuts.
2: It is time to Ask the Nuts.
0: It's a bit nutty. Question number one. Did you have a Furby? No. No. I didn't either. My sister had one. They were I think. really weird looking. They were super creepy. Do you remember that, like, there was a rumor going around that the Chinese government was, like, putting spy software inside the Furbies? Oh, Why?
1: Do you remember that? They are banned on uh, Department of Defense sites. That's why. Are they really? Why? I They're don't know. Divorced.
2: And so does most back. of our
1: and l- listening devices now. At random, which are usually banned at DOD sites. Like, you're not supposed to... Have, hell, I'm not supposed to have my phone on site. Really? And Yeah, I'm Department of Energy shit. All right. We've all got them there.
2: Did not know that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah I remember when, like, that rumor was going around. It was, like, a big thing. But I, I know... I think one of my sisters had a Furby. There. It was a weird toy. I remember I remember when I worked at McDonald's, uh, Furbies came out with McDonald's toys.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And were you there for this? No. So we used to do all kinds of hijinks when I worked there. I think I might have told the story already, but Shenanigans. I'll tell it again. Uh, so one day we decided to do something funny. And I took all the Furbies and I hung each one in front of a security camera. <laughs> 'Cause they're like those little keychain Furbies. Uh-huh. And whenever they move back and forth, their eyes would blink. So Creepy. When the air conditioner kicked on, air flowed all the way across the ceiling and all the Furbies on the security camera were going like this, just <laughs> going back and forth with their eyes blinking. And we had one big monitor up in the front that showed all the cameras. So like customers would walk in, they'd look up there, they'd just see all these Furbies like moving back and forth, with their eyes blinking.
1: And they're like,
0: what the fuck's going on in this place? <laughs> it's pretty funny
1: the failures on uh on furbies are pretty horrific yeah it was like uh one in a hundred chance that they would just randomly start screaming and never stop
2: shit like that that's scary yeah <laughs> you're just, about you're just that asleep and it's like
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> start giggling in the middle of the night yeah i remember uh, that was a thing no wonder kids thought they were possessed yeah they're creepy shit, too, sometimes. Really? Did oh, just... start screaming in the middle of the night? Giggling. Oh. I think they fixed it, but for a while, they did that shit.
2: <laughs> you might have a ghost in your house, Andy. I'm just saying.
1: tee Andrew.
2: <laughs> Come talk to me, Andrew.
1: Would you yeah. like to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to die, can I at least do it? Like, before I go to work and not before my weekend? Come on.
0: <laughs> all right, next question. This is worded kind of weird, but I, I think I get the general gist of what they were going for. Do you feel that D&D is the equivalent to a Ouija board? Do you remember like the whole big anti-D&D thing from the 90s? No. Like magic and D&D. Like, like it's like yeah. games for the devil. Or yeah, something. it was like promoting Satanism and, and devil worship and stuff like that. And Ouija boards had the same bad reputation. Sure.
2: I mean... They're just games. <laughs> yeah, I I don't uh I don't remember it being like have a bad connotation, but
1: I don't you remember know. though, right? I remember unholy strength and one uh one edition having a pentagram.
0: Mm-hmm. And then in the next one they took it out because
1: yeah. there was so much backlash. I also remember that TSR was at one point run by a woman who basically went, yeah, this will help our publicity and we'll. Be more famous for it, and there's you know, no such thing as bad publicity. So she embraced it. Right. It didn't work out that. No, much. it didn't. <laughs> it's funny, but look who's
0: laughing
2: now. Dungeons and Dragons is more popular. It, than it ever.
0: persevered, and it's extremely popular. We're just waiting for the golden age of nerds. So right. we're and, here now. Nostalgia. Yeah.
2: Eighties nostalgia to
1: bring it back. Shit. No but problem. I mean, That's why play three point five instead of five?
0: Yeah. Ouija boards are just a game too. You know. It doesn't work. No, it's just that my
1: wife believes in that shit. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Just Do cute. you own one? Nope. Why? Because my wife believes in that shit. You should just surprise her for Christmas one year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> get her like a Harry Potter themed one.
2: <laughs> or just, get, just find one like really old looking. <sighs> it's like, honey, I found this in the store. Someone posted up a story
1: about how he bought his mother-in-law one, then she threw it into the ocean. Yeah. So he put up a, like one that had been wet or something in her room.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Next question. Uh, what is the best 90s Nicolas Cage movie? Andy? Gone in 60 seconds. That was that, 2000s. Yeah, it was 2000. Was it?
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. I saw it in high school. So 2001.
2: Oh. Man, this is a hard one. Because I have a couple answers for this one.
0: It's a hard
1: one for me because I don't know all the movies he's been in.
0: There's only really two answers you can pick: right, Raising before, Arizona, Con Air, Face Off,
2: right? Well, I was gonna say either Raising Arizona or uh, Con Air. Con Air is probably the most Nick Cage movie ever.
0: Mm, you still haven't seen
2: Vampires Kiss. I have not seen that. Yeah, yet. but like as far as like Nick Cage this goes, it's pretty high up there. It's pretty high up there. There's a scene where he smiles into the wind. <laughs> for god's sakes come on i know
0: i know it's amazing <laughs> Conair's my answer
2: yeah Conair's pretty great yeah. even uh, john malkovich is in it and mm-hmm. being so hammy in that movie it's great
0: well that's what he's best at yeah <laughs> okay next question are we far enough from the 90s to consider it retro
2: yeah uh, 28 years from the 90s i would 1990s. say so i mean it's becoming like the new like the new retro of like how 80s was a few years ago yeah i agree like how all we're bringing back all the shit from the 80s now we're bringing back shit from the 90s
0: i think we're still in the 80s phase but i think like with i think the we're next, dying out though. i think with the next two or three years it's gonna shift
2: especially with captain marvel coming out mm-hmm. taking place in the 90s
0: and yeah blockbuster video and all that stuff yeah. yeah hey
2: man i miss blockbuster
0: i know you do <laughs> uh let's see next question uh what three comedy movies best personify the '90s? Tommy Boy has to be in one of those. It's <clears throat> a good answer. I never actually saw Tommy Boy. What? Oh man, it's David Spade's best movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the exact same movie as Black Sheep Water Boy. Okay, there's right. one. What are your next two? All
1: right, are we trying to capture the
0: era, or yeah, what what best personifies the era? Salt Lake City Punk.
2: <sighs> SLC Punk. That was 99 or 2000. But was it a comedy? (laughs) We'll allow it. I like that movie.
0: It's a good movie. Sequel, not so much. Yeah. One more.
1: Don't be a menace.
0: Was that 90s? I'm checking. 96?
1: Yep, so I've got uh, misunderstood youths, idiots,
0: (laughs) racism.
2: That's the fucking 90s.
0: Okay, George. What are your three?
2: Uh, so they have to be completely different. They can't be the same. Uh, house party. Okay. Love house party. All right. Uh, Tommy Boy, like I was saying earlier, and uh, Billy Madison. It's a good answer. Yeah.
0: But you got two Adam Sandler movies in there, or two of his production company movies in there.
2: Uh, he didn't do have anything to do with Tommy Boy.
0: He didn't. Mm-mm. He did Black Sheep though.
2: I don't think so. Okay. So all, right. all the uh, Chris Farley stuff was before him. Uh,
0: Well, for my three, Dumb and Dumber. Wayne's World
2: would have been another good answer.
0: Dumb and Dumber for one. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ace Ventura. I recently bought that on digital <laughs> just because I wanted to relive the craziness. <laughs> I almost said Cable Guy. I like, I
2: like Cable Guy better. I don't, why, I don't know why people give that movie so much shit. It's actually
0: a pretty decent movie. I like Cable Guy. It's weird. It but, is weird. So I, I made a movie. list of like the most notable ones that could have been considered for this. So Home Alone, Dumb and Dumber, mm-hmm. Mrs. Doubtfire, Clerks, oh, Happy so Gilmore, Tommy Boy, Austin Powers, Office Space, Ace Ventura, Cable Guy, Something About Mary, Mallrats, uh, Groundhog Day, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. It did come out in the 99, right? Yeah. Uh, Basketball and, of course, Heavyweights.
2: Did
1: Basketball come out
2: in the 90s? Yeah, 96. Orgasmo? Ah. Yeah, that too. Man, so much of my life was based on Home Alone. I don't know why I didn't think about that first. I mean... I guess I don't think of it as a comedy right away. I think that's what it is. How does Don't Be
1: a Menace not on that list?
0: Because it wasn't a very influential movie for me. But I think those were all... Pretty good movies that represent that era. Most definitely. Uh, let's see. Next question. What is your least favorite 90s band?
1: Andy? So many good options. <laughs> I'll go with Spice Girls.
0: Are they a band? They're, they're a group. They're a music group.
1: I still don't know what a Zigga Zigga Ah is. Fair enough. <laughs> George?
2: <laughs> a Zigga Zigga Ah uh yeah i want to go with marky mark and the funky bunch okay yeah even though that one song pretty great
0: i'm gonna say pearl jam i fucking hate pearl jam,
2: I jam. they're told because they're every single
0: song that's that's all they said no they're they're the fucking nickelback and creed of the 90s like wow that's rough it's true though that's a rough comparison it's true it's true. They're all. I don't know, man. They that's, all three fall in that category for me. There's some good Pearl Jam no, songs not. out there. <laughs> every song sounds like that. I'm gonna abuse my
2: daughter. A lot of the grunge 90s songs sounded like that. No, though. they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. Even you know. Soundgarden sounded like that sometimes. Sometimes.
0: <laughs> Sad. But they also had heavier time. songs not all times. Like, every Pearl Jam album is like 60 minutes of Eddie Vedder going her <laughs> like hey, I owe you. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. Yes. Doing the vowels, yeah. It's all people give them your money. Next question: Is Seattle music
1: overrated or groundbreaking? For the nineties? <laughs> For the nineties, <90s>? yeah, <laughs> definitely groundbreaking. Yeah, it's, it's given too much effect uh, to be. What was the other option? Overrated. Overrated. Yeah, it's caused too many changes.
2: It 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 did. It disrupted the
0: music scene. The whole music scene changed completely because because of that, because of that. And then so many people went to Seattle in spite of that. Yeah. yeah. It changed because of that. And then it changed again in spite of that, like without the transgression from metal to grunge and then from grunge to hip hop, like the today's music scene wouldn't exist. Right. So
1: Blur's song too, was apparently making fun of the grunge scene. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like the most popular, one of the most popular grunge scene songs.
2: So, so it was yeah. uh, Smell Like Teen Spirit. Uh, yeah. Nirvana song. Yeah. It was very popular. It was just a satire on pop songs.
0: Yeah. it's true. Next question. What is your favorite book from the 90s? Neverwhere. Okay. That's a good one.
2: Oh, you're asking me? Yes, you illiterate fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm trying to remember a book i read in the
1: 90s what's your favorite book adaptation of the 90s jurassic park
2: (laughs) yeah jurassic park i guess uh no i mean i don't I, i don't remember the name of the book right now what was it about it's about a dog fighting a tornado can't remember the name of it right now but it's one book that's screaming in my head that's the one i read that's corndog in the title, I know that much
0: The one book you read in the entire 90s <laughs> No, not in the
2: entire 90s, but it's the one I'm remembering at this moment I remember re- reading stuff in 8th grade that I thought was kind of cool Like a Mice and Men and stuff Yeah,
0: but those are like from the 70s and
2: 60s Oh, like you want something that came out in the 90s Yeah, a 90s book Oh, like a Goosebumps book, basically Anything like goosebumps? Goosebumps related? I probably read that. That's fair. Goosebumps was pretty solid for the time. And the only reason I read it is because of the TV show.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm going to say the Wheel of Time series because it started in the '90s and it's one of my favorite big long sagas. So. Time wheel. But I mean, I, there's a couple other major ones. Harry Potter was technically a '90s series. It yeah, started then. Uh, we, we used to read the Werewolf the Apocalypse books; those were great. Mm-hmm. Um, Werewolf Apocalypse. Uh, Werewolf the Apocalypse. Scary stories to read in the dark. That came out in the nineties. Those I were great. That was an
2: eighties book. I so, own that
0: book. I was checking House of Leaves because I figured it'd be on this list. Two thousand one, I think. Two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. So, just barely missed it on that one, but uh, pretty, pretty solid with Wheel of Time. I also, one of my joke answers was, "Where's Waldo?" <laughs>
2: I did have those. Yeah, I had Ren and Stimpy Comics from
0: the 90s. Next question. What was the best thing about growing up in the 90s?
2: Not growing up in the 2000s? That's fair. So I think the best thing about growing up in the 90s is that it was still close enough to the 80s to have all the cool shit from the 80s leak over into the 90s. Mm -hmm. And then also we got the re-release of Star Wars in the 90s, which is much better than the prequels that came out in the 2000s. How about this?
1: We're old enough to remember before the internet.
0: Yeah. That's true that's too. That's
1: true. We grew up in the
2: uh, that weird stage where we were before technology and after technology. See,
0: my... my... Favorite thing about growing up in the 90s is that we could still play outside. Totally. You know, kids can't really go outside and play like we did because they just get kidnapped or killed by a car that goes I mean, awry. That,
2: uh, the fear was, still, that was still there in the 90s. It just wasn't, it wasn't scary.
0: It wasn't as scary as it is today. Right. You know, like we could go out and ride our bikes. We could ride, you know, into town. We could go and do stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't scary. You know, it's now, not like that now.
2: Yeah. Now it's a different ballgame.
0: It really yeah. is. And uh, kids today will never get to experience, like, the neighborhood the same way we did. Sure. So, uh, what's the worst thing about growing up in the 90s?
2: Uh,
1: I mean, it's the same as the best. It's a double-edged sword. We grew up before the internet, which I think is...
0: My answer is no high-speed internet.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We didn't have the internet growing up? Yeah. Could you imagine how weird it would have been had we had the internet in the 90s? We
0: would be completely different people.
2: Yeah, most definitely. Definitely. I think about how kids are now versus how we were then. hmm It's you know, I'm pretty sure there's things kids do now that we did the same. It's just we're all oh, grandpas. I...
0: <laughs> Back in my day, before the internet.
2: Before the internet
1: uh, We had to
0: wake up early on Saturday mornings to watch Soul Train.
1: <laughs> it took twenty minutes to download a single tip.
2: <laughs> I think the worst thing about uh Growing, growing up in the 90s is, is having to wait for your favorite TV show to come on. That's true. Now,
0: now everything's on demand. i
2: I just queue it
1: up and watch it. It
0: is a lot nicer now.
1: I can order my books online and get them immediately.
0: Yeah? I uh, do miss TV movies. But do you miss the library? Do you miss the experience of going and like combing through the library and checking out books?
1: No, but only because I never grew up in a place with a good library.
0: Okay, I had a great library, and I check books out all the time, and I do kind of have like a nostalgic longing for it.
1: It's kind of like me with Blockbuster. Yeah, I will say it's it's harder to get groups of stuff going on now. It's true. Like if you want to find a group of people that play chess, we live in the fourth largest city in the country. It's still hard to find groups. Maybe people just don't want to
0: Well, with to be fair, Andy, you're not on Facebook.
1: Ew. Uh, that
0: exactly. <laughs> it's incredibly easy to find people for everything. If you're on Facebook, it's
1: true. And they will, you know, already know what you like. That's true. The algorithm told them.
0: That's very true. They'll be your suggested friends before you know it. All right. Next question. What is the
1: best nineties theme song? Nineties theme song. Mm-hmm. The friends theme song. Oh, Oh, you mean like that? Not a theme song for the nineties. Say by the bell. Yeah,
0: that's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Mine, the 90s uh, X-Men animated theme song. That's uh, yeah. very memorable.
0: <laughs> That's so great. I'm going to one-up you, though. I'm going to go with Batman, the animated series. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty
2: good. Yeah. I still sing that from time to time in my head when I'm working. Although the Turtles theme song is pretty great, too. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah, 90s was known
0: for the theme song. It was. It really was. And the 80s, too. James Bond Jr. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It also had good jingles for advertisements. It did. I think jingles was good all the way from like 60s up to like 90s. They stopped doing it in like yeah.
0: the 2000s though.
2: Yeah. It's like it's costing too much money to pay higher musicians to make this shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, last question. Andy, in what way were you the quote-unquote basic 90s kid?
2: I think I already kind of answered this question with my story earlier. I wish I could say the same, but I'm pretty sure that <laughs> doesn't work. Um, You know, I'm I'm not sure how to answer that. I was pretty much a basic 90s kid. Like, I loved Ninja Turtles. I wore Looney Tunes gangster t-shirts. I had L.A. gear clothes that didn't work very well. What else? I liked the Power Rangers and hated Barney. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. everybody hated Everyone Barney. Everyone hated Barney in the 90s. I have no idea how that show stayed on.
0: Kids little little kids
1: watched, little it. Kids watched
0: it. Same my thing dad, as teletubbies in the 2000s. It was just super popular with kids. Or bananas
1: and pajamas. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. I I guess that's that's really it. That it's just you lived
2: it. Yeah. I was a part of every single trope.
1: Yeah. And
2: I enjoyed
0: it. I think even into the 90s, I was still living kind of that 80s lifestyle because, uh, like I said, I'm a little bit older, and I got a lot of hand me downs. So my clothes were like never in fashion and at the time day. they should have been. Um, I spent a lot of time hanging out in the woods, like exploring and climbing trees. and
1: As they did in the 80s.
0: <laughs> Most 80s movies are about adventures that take place in the woods, right?
1: Yeah. It's just a weird way to put it.
0: I had a tree house. I would hang out in my tree house all the time. As they did in the 80s. Yes. Yeah. Um, I played Pogs. That was a 90s fad that I was definitely a part of. I played Magic. Which was birthed in the 90s and became a huge international like phenomenon. It was more like a 94, 94 is when Magic came out. Um, I played D and D a couple times, you know. But, but uh, did you like Pokemon? When Pokemon Red and Blue came out, I bought Pokemon Blue for my Game Boy. <laughs> I even Pokemon Red. I Andy and I used to trade Pokemon via the Connect cable for our Game Boys. Pokemon was the one thing I could not get into as a kid. I didn't, really care for, I didn't really care for the card game that much. Um, it was like dumbed-down magic, but we definitely played the video game. So, yeah. Uh, There's some ways I was a 90s kid, but I was born a little before then, so I was mostly an 80s kid. And that's pretty much it.
2: And there you have it.
0: <laughs> I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on any of our social media, you can find us as at MindFudgers. If you'd like to follow me directly, you can find me as at JC. For Andy, you can find him at?
1: At S U. That's on the Twitters. Only the Twitters. It's only, boring.
0: Only the tweets. And for George?
2: At George Trips' is all social medias where you can find me talking about 80s and 90s crap.
1: Get on there and ask him to show him your tweets. Pretty show angry. me those tweet tweets. Do the truffle shuffle.
0: <laughs> I'm
2: going to do the
0: truffle shuffle. <laughs> Alright, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate you. What and a, we'll what's the cool 90s saying? Stay rad, dude. my shorts. shorts. Be cool. I forgot to mention three ninjas. Dude,
2: three <laughs> fucking ninjas! Oh my god, that was the jam back in the day. It was. Do the bunker.